1: For more from our Sex Podcast Collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Welcome back to Private Parts Unknown, a podcast about love and sexuality around the world. I'm Courtney Kosak, and today we're gushing, we're creaming, and we're learning about squirting. And that is because it is the summer squirting extravaganza. (laughs) It is wet up in here, privates, which is honestly perfect for hot pod summer. Just, we're like poolside, just getting splashed on. (laughs) Anyway, first we're going to hear from Lola Jean. She is the two-time world record holder for volume squirting, and she's going to teach us her theory on the two types of squirters. And then we're going to hear from Samaya Burton of Sexual Essentials, who teaches hands-on classes, including one all about squirting. So let's make it rain,
0: privates. Hi, I'm Lola Jean. I'm a sex educator, a headmistress of seven days of domination and the world record holder for volume squirting. That is right. Lola Jean is the two time world record holder for
1: squirting. She even bested science. Scientists say the maximum volume for squirting is 900 milliliters and Lola squirted 50%
0: more. What a freaking Olympian. Usually people are just shocked at how fast I can do it because I'm an athlete at this point, and it's more I just have, like, a mindful of a connection. And once that's there and I'm, like, prepared, I can do it in a few seconds. We dive into Lola's squirting backstory as well as some expert pointers for aspiring
1: squirters. So you do so many things in the sex space. You're a sex educator. You are a headmistress. You have all these different things. So I just want to rewind for a second to, like when your sexuality journey kind of started to
0: evolve. Yeah. So I have, there are these two instances in my life that I call like my sexual revolutions. And they are very different, but they were just periods of times where I was going in a very deep exploration. And the first one was just about doing. That was in my early twenties and it was just about doing different things. But honestly, like it wasn't focused on my pleasure at all. So it was very draining. I didn't have enough... Safety or things set in place to protect myself. And honestly, like I had a large period of celibacy that followed that because of how draining it was. And in that second sexual revolution that was in more of like my mid 20s, that was focused on my pleasure and really mm. discovering myself. And it really started after, gosh, this like one pivotal week. I swear to God that all of my career stuck off. I learned that I was capable of squirting. I had my heart broken. Like all this stuff happened in the same, and I like left my job. There's all these things (laughs) that happened in the same like couple month period. But it was after I had feelings for someone for the very first time when I was like 26 or 27. And that was also the first time I squirted. And for reasons unrelated to the squirting, it ended. My heart was broken. I didn't have my first relationship that I thought I was going to have. And that's when I was like, I have waited 26 years to find someone I have feelings for. I am not waiting any longer to do some of the sexual shit that I want to do because I'm not going to find someone to do it with. I thought this would be the person. And that's kind of what started that second one. And it also coincided with leaving my job in advertising starting a waitress and then getting fired from that and then starting to just do a lot of odd jobs which was working in a dungeon as a dominatrix because i was starting to dabble in kink and i really liked it and working for a different sex educator doing social media and marketing doing wrestling fetish like all of these like different things because i was just trying to juggle a bunch of things to make ends meet and to do jobs i didn't hate and that's just when everything kind of fell into place like i never intended to be a sex educator I never intended to disappoint my parents but you know this is where we are and it's it's just it's worked out so well which is where you just can't deny some of the fate that plays into it yeah I
1: also kind of love that feminist evolution in your you know this was the sex revolution for them but then I had the better one for me Okay. So let's get into squirting. Congratulations. So have you achieved this world record twice now?
0: Is that, am I understanding? Yeah. The first time, and I'm glad I actually did it twice because it was more people are like, oh, are you going to defend it? And I was like, why would I defend it? No one's broken it. But the first time I did it was my very first like large scale event that was sort of by accident, but we reached a capacity at 300 people. And now I've been throwing a lot of events. So this last one, like I had a great photographer, right? I had a good stage and good lighting. So there's like, it's, it was a lot more press friendly. But the first one I set in 2019 and I broke science. I bested science by 350 milliliters of what they said a human could squirt. And then I bested my own record in September of 2022. And I scored 1,350 milliliters in 25 seconds. So 50% more than what science said is possible. Incredible. What does science say is possible? 900 milliliters. Wow. Um, <laughs> and like science says a lot of things that right. like I said this cuz I'm like my body can disprove what you're saying. You say it's involuntary, no it's not. You say it happens during orgasm? No it doesn't. You say it's only via penetration? Nope. Yeah. Well, they don't study us. So <laughs> So let's
1: let's just break it down, make it really simple. What is squirting and what is squirt?
0: Yes, the million dollar question. Um, right. So squirting is the expulsion of fluid in the vulva, vaginal area during a period of potential sexual stimulation or pleasure. Sometimes for some people, it is not that. Now, when I say expulsion, it doesn't mean it has to like eject out of the body. It can fall out of the body. It can gush out of the body. It can dribble. It doesn't matter in what type of force or the quantity of it. Now, for what squirt is, jury's out. Um, I think in general, we find that there are some traces of similar properties that there are in urine, but there's also prostate-specific antigen and there's like water, minerals, et cetera, et cetera. But here's the deal is that I'm very good at squirting and I can control it. I'm also very good at peeing and I can control it. I know the difference when Mm -hmm. I'm squirting and peeing and I know how to control when I want to squirt or pee Like on a bed, in the Mm -hmm. toilet, on a person, like I do those things. And it's definitely not the same function because I have to really focus on it to control that. Now, they have done some studies recently. And here's what I don't like about it is they're like, oh, well, we put this blue dye in the bladder and what came out was blue. So therefore, it must be urine because it came from the bladder. It's like, cool. But you also did studies where you ultrasound people and you made sure they emptied their bladder. And during sexual stimulation, the bladder filled up with liquid, but like, that doesn't mean that it's urine. It's right. the bladder's filling up with liquid, but like, where is that liquid coming from? Because if it enters the bladder, yeah, it's going to get that blue dye in it, sure. But I can feel it within my body of like, it's coming from somewhere. It happens when I'm dehydrated. It is a different thing and it's going to, it smells different. It tastes different. I've done side-by-side comparisons. What I will say is no matter what, No bodily fluid keeps well. I don't care if we think squirt is the nectar from the gods. If you hold on to that for multiple days, it's fucking gross because it's a bodily fluid. And (laughs) I know this because I sold my squirt at my event and I forgot to unpack, I guess, the bag the unsold bottles were in until a week later. And that was one of the grossest things I've ever had to do. (laughs) Yeah, I have
1: squirted maybe a handful of times, and it's totally different. I feel like that question is so stupid, but
0: I want to clear it up. Yeah. And the thing is, is no matter what, people are going to be like, it's piss. But here's the thing. The people that say that are not people who squirt every time without fail.
1: Right. So how did you discover that you could do it? Was it intentional or did you
0: just find like it just happened? No, it was I didn't even know what squirt was when I did it. I was not trying to do it. And honestly, like jury's out if I did it before that moment, because I only knew I did it because someone told me oh. they were like, oh, you squirted. Is that something you do? And I was like, I, know, I guess. And then like the next time, because like there wasn't a negative connotation with it, I like there was no denying it. I destroyed this poor man's mattress. <laughs> um, but it was just from like run of the mill oral, purely external So it wasn't from, I guess, what a lot of people when they're trying to squirt do, but I also have my theory of, of there being two different types of squirters and the type that I am, which is broad response is that's just how my body experiences pleasure, which is why I do it so frequently and so often and more so not associated with orgasm. What's the other type of squirter? So there's broad response and specific response. And essentially for broad response, that's someone who usually squirts due to any type of, you know, a certain level of sexual stimulation or pleasure. Whereas a specific response person is someone who usually squirts for a specific type of motion. So like a G-spot stimulation with a finger or from anal stimulation, like there's something specific that you do that will get that person to squirt. Aside from like, they always (laughs) squirt. Okay. I think I'm the second type
1: because I could only do it with this certain toy that like is harder than a lot of my other ones. (laughs) So, and it was like a magical toy in that way. I was like, oh, this is, (laughs) and then it broke. I have to get a new one. Um, (laughs) Anyway, I was impressed for that reason that you could do it using only your hand but I guess that's because of the broad response. Correct.
0: Yeah, and I can I can do it five hundred different ways. I actually just did um, like a, this TV spot or a documentary, and they needed me to squirt at the end. And I think they just thought it was going to be a lot more difficult. And I was telling them, usually people are just shocked at how fast I can do uh-huh. it because. I'm an athlete at this point, And it's more, I just have like a mindful of a connection. And once that's there and I'm like prepared, I can do it in a few seconds. But I was telling them, I'm like, I can do this as many times as you want. You want a bunch of angles. And then I literally had the camera person telling me when, like I'm pouring them lemonade.
1: <laughs> Amazing. Well, I don't know. Do you have tips for people who want to do it? It seems like it comes very naturally for you.
0: Yeah, I mean, I have a whole course on it. It's the quick and dirty squirting course. And the the big difference with my teachings, and actually, why I kind of started doing sex ed or teaching about squirting is that I didn't feel like there was enough from the squirters perspective It was all about making someone squirt. So with my course, like there is no timeline, like this is going to happen for you when it happens to you. And for everyone, it's going to happen in a completely different way. I have a couple of different like motions and movements, but it's really about recognizing when you have a certain level of engorgement and then figuring out how to get it out of your body. Mm. So a lot of it's experimenting with your pelvic floor muscles. And that doesn't mean do a bunch of kegels forever because that's also not good for you. So it's all the different movements of the pelvic floor, contracting, lengthening, and relaxing as well. And those are things that are both going to change your pleasure. So you can change anything that you're doing. You're having partnered sex, you're masturbating. Like Those are things where you have a lot more control over your pleasure instead of being a passive recipient. And I think for a lot of people who have vulvas, they really enjoy this a lot more than a lot of like cis male oriented squirting courses, because it takes the pressure off of them. And it also is explaining, here's what's going on in your body. Here's what you may feel. Here's what this means. Here's what this doesn't mean. And also do it by yourself, because if your body does anything embarrassing, you don't have to tell anybody. And it's easier then because we don't have the pressure of another person. And if we're going to please them or satisfy them if they're going to be upset with us and all of these, these different things. Um, but in general, like our bodies, are really cool. They, mine continues to amaze me like on the daily. So if we just let it go on autopilot, like we can discover some pretty cool things.
2: If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet plush care
1: Lola Jean is so right. Our bodies can do some pretty cool things. I have actually been able to make myself squirt a handful of times, not to brag, but it's pretty epic. So now we're going to talk to Samaya Burton of Sexual Essentials for a mini squirting tutorial. All right, privates, we are so stoked about the masterclass that we are about to get from Samaya Burton She came to us highly recommended as a guest. So welcome to the show, Samaya. Hello.
2: Thanks for
1: having me. It is such a pleasure. We have so much to learn. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So you actually teach classes as a sex educator. So... Before we get into maybe some tips from those (laughs) classes, let's just talk about your kind of journey as a sex educator and how you got started in the space and what kind of led to that.
2: Absolutely. So let's go back like four years and I had a newborn. I was still breastfeeding. I still had a day job. I was doing property management at the time. And... It was at that point, you know, you kind of get obsessed with, like, all mom things. So you're just talking to other moms. And I've just always been a person that talks about everything, sex included. And I just came to find out that all these women were having babies, but they didn't have orgasms, like, when they got pregnant. And so I'm like, wait, you got fat like me, but didn't even, like, catch a nut? (laughs) Like, your boobs are hurting and sore and you have stretch marks and all these things that came from... The exact same act. Right. But you didn't even get so much as an orgasm. And I was just like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know about that. And so, you know, and it's my
1: math right
2: there. It's, <laughs> the math was not math. And OK, mm-hmm. so, yeah, that kind of started off. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I mean, I'm just breastfeeding, chilling. I need something for me. And so I was like, I'll just start a sex blog so I can talk about these things. So someone will listen to me but I'm just not a half asser. And I was like, what the hell is another blog going to do? Like people need to learn.
0: And Mm -hmm. I'm not
2: talking about lectures. Like they need tips and things they can try and do. And how do they know they're doing it right? And so I was like, well, fuck it. I'll save the world. And so (laughs) then I started, (laughs) Um, I just started sexual essentials as a whole, a person that could Test out sex toys and then like actually give honest feedback or, you know, provide private hands on classes and just provide a safe space that wasn't super expensive for people to learn and talk about sex. Like really have a community of safe people outside of like, you know, your friends where you may feel judged or your family where it's like that's none of your business, you know, but also like work through our traumas to get better sexually Mm -hmm. and work on ourselves. It's just like we have an outlet for everything else. We have a group for everything else. You have your group of friends you go out with. These are your friends you talk sex with. These are my my sex best friends. And, you know, kind of like a person that just reminds you of your best sexual self. And we could talk about anything, you know? So. I love that. That's what I do. And that's, you know, how I got started. And we're four years in, viral posts later, a thousand interviews later. And still the sex friend
1: well the world definitely needs saving and yeah we all need a sex bestie so love that but like okay so one thing i want to talk to you about before we wrap is squirting because i heard you flex (laughs) (laughs) i heard you flex on a podcast and i think you said you made yourself squirt Four times in one session
2: Girl, that's like a morning session. You should, I thought you were going to say the one for my birthday. when I turned 36, I, I mean I to say 36, 26. So every birthday I turn I, I give myself that number of orgasms. Last year, I, I didn't because I had um, just had surgery, so I, couldn't, I wasn't allowed to have an orgasm without like hurting
0: myself.
1: Um, but <laughs> you were like, I've got 28 <laughs> plans for today though. so
2: <laughs> And it doesn't take that long. It doesn't take as long as you think. So like this year when I turn 30, I'm super excited. I'll be on the beach and I'm going to, you know, give myself 30 orgasms and then I'll probably sleep the rest of the day. Um, but yeah, so squirting is one form of ejaculation. Okay.
1: So like tips, I have actually made myself squirt a few times. Okay, and girl. It was amazing. <laughs> I've never
0: been able to do it. Help.
1: Tell us how. Well,
2: I think, like, before you even get into that, we have to clear up some things. You can squirt without having an orgasm, and you can have an orgasm without squirting. And squirting is not an orgasm.
1: Okay, well, I think I did both kind of together because it And you might
2: have. And that's amazing. I love when it happens together because then you can be excited about something, and it came with something, versus sometimes women squirt, and they're like, oh, I've been waiting to do this all my life, and they do it, and they're like, the fuck is this? Now I just got a mess. It's because it's because you thought that squirting was an orgasm. So what you really have been after is an orgasm. But you thought, because you could see it, that, oh, if I see this, that means I had an orgasm for sure. You know? But it
1: was like another level of intensity. Yes. Maybe and because it was happening at the same time. I don't know.
2: And that's great. That's, that's what I tried to get. So basically, I feel like you're either a natural squirter or you're not. I am not a natural squirter. And when I say natural squirter, it means like when I just naturally have sex or naturally masturbate and I'm not doing anything special, does it just happen all the time? No. Do I know how to make it happen and what to do to push my body to do that? Yes. So I feel like the first part of that is letting everyone understand that, like your experience, that's great because it sounds like you had an orgasm and you squirted at the same time.
1: Yes. And I used a very hard, I don't think I am like a natural squirter because I've never done it during sex or other masturbation, but I, there was like a certain kind of hardness of this toy that I think made it possible.
2: And that may be a, a thing for you. You know what I mean? Like that, that texture, the feel, like I know that there are some people that squirt every time they, they um, do latex play so oh. like there are so many things you have to understand like our bodies are weird and they owe us no explanation okay they just do whatever the <laughs> fuck they want right like I have a thing about nipples like I fast forward to the part of porn where they're sucking on titties I don't know if it's because I got a lot of ass like the, the boobs are kind of like new that came from like having my son but they weren't always there so I don't I don't know <laughs> what the fixation is but everybody knows like somebody loves boobs right and so I can fast forward to that part of the porn and it'll make me come quicker Guys are like that. And I don't know, like, I don't know if you guys have your favorite thing you like to see that does sure. it for you. So maybe that toy made you, you know, have a more aggressive orgasm. So if you're not sure if you're a natural, well, if you don't squirt, then you're probably not a natural squirter. So boom. Um, but if you're trying to, then my number one suggestion is to have a more aggressive, more intense orgasm. That's the first thing. And that takes.
0: I can't have any more intense orgasms than oh, I am you having.
2: Can. They are so intense. What am I supposed to do to do that? So some it I have a friend who like passes out from orgasms. And so I refuse to teach her anything because I'd be damned if I go to <laughs> jail for making someone catch a
1: <laughs> I can't take the liability. That's- I can't. I can't.
2: I'm not a doctor. Like, I can't do that. So if you don't feel like your shit too strong, girl, don't don't be don't be telling me to 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 hurt you. But <laughs> in these in this class, I give a whole bunch of demonstrations. I actually do video. I have video damage, like people have donated their pussy to me, to science. Yeah. And, I've, wow. yes, and I've shown people how to do these techniques I'm talking about. So there, there's twofold. So like there's a class. that's called masturbation and squirting where I just teach. I want you to understand what I'm talking about. I show you like with props and all these things specifically what to do. Then, now some of the people, they just go do it and they're like, okay, great, this worked out great. But you know, some people are like, no, I can't do that. I don't know what you mean. I'm like, okay, join the Patreon. You join the Patreon and you see the live demos and you're like, oh shit, you really did what you told us to do. Yes, go do it. A lot of times we talk about what may not work and we haven't even touched anything yet. We're just so discouraged. We don't think it's going to work. And then we don't try it often enough. We try something one time and then we're like, oh, well, that didn't work for me. So you've been fucking this whole way all your life. You come to me, you take one class, you did it one time. And that's all I get. That's the only shot I get. That's really what we're going to do that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Like, we got to be fair, you know? But the biggest thing that I tell people is first of all, let's make sure we know what squirting is because what if you're gushing or what if you're creaming? Like, there are four different forms of ejaculation. Squirting is one of them. So sometimes you're pressuring your body saying, oh, you should squirt, you should squirt. And then your pussy is over there creaming like, damn bitch, y'all don't see me? Like, what about (laughs) me? And you over there talking about what you want your pussy to do and your pussy is ejaculating in a different form. Like, You do ejaculate, but do you even know what all of them are? How do you even notice? Are the lights on? Can you see what it's doing? Or are you squirting, but because it's only a few drops and it's going into the bed and it just shows a small wet puddle, you don't feel like, well, that's not what I saw in the porn and it didn't hit the ceiling and and drip down on my head afterwards. And it's like, cut the shit. Okay? Like... (laughs) <laughs> we, like, do we all know what the hell we talking about here? Like the real stuff, or are you telling me you want to do like the porn? Because I only deal with facts, you know. So the first part of that class is making sure that we are all very clear about: Are we gushing, or are we creaming, or are you know what are we doing? What does it mean? Let's make sure we're having orgasms first, and then we walk through fixing your orgasms. So a lot of people actually can squirt, but they're not having. A full or correct orgasm, we're doing things to get in the way of our own orgasm. So if you can have even a free orgasm, sometimes that's the trick to just squirting, period. Having a free orgasm. Yes, her mind is like, bitch, what the hell is a free? Like, did I have to buy the other one? Yeah. No. <laughs> free is in like you're not holding on to anything. And so, like, I oh. go through a process of helping you to, like, okay, let's take this off. Ign- like, just like how we talked about the senses. Things that we forget about when we're in the act and I, I remind you of those things and then help you test those things and then give you a whole bunch of new shit to do. So we fix stuff before we learn new stuff, but that's all in the same class. That's why I call it a master class because I'm like really thorough. It doesn't matter what you learn new if you're still doing the old shit wrong because that old stuff is the basis for what we're supposed to be learning on top of. You know what I mean? So it's like
1: amazing. Yeah, it
2: doesn't matter what you know, what, what we teach if the, the what we're adding on to was incorrect anyway. We need to fix the foundation. Because sometimes fixing the foundation can make you squirt anyway. And you like girl, fuck all the rest of that class. I'm about to go masturbate, but I'm like, no, come back because you're gonna get tired of that. It could stop not working, you know.
1: I truly think that Sophie and I need to take the squirting master class <laughs> and then reconvene with you. I think that would be great. I think it would be super fun for us to give it a whirl and see what we can learn. (laughs) Because There's only so
2: much, you know, you can show without me whipping out a pussy. I'm sorry. Like, it's just like, okay, look, like I'm so specific, you know, because I don't always have the words. So I'm like, okay, here. Okay. You see this little dot right here? This is like, I'm, I just, I get really specific in these classes and in layman's terms like you're talking to your girls
1: you know you have been so delightful I'm signing up this is yeah we're gonna sign up we're gonna do this again but before we jet just let our listeners know where they can find you on the social medias they gotta get you as part of their routine
2: so
1: so they can (laughs) get out of this sex rut
2: Absolutely. So um, again, my name is Samaya. I'm the owner of Sexual Essentials. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Sexual Essentials, all one word. Um, all the other ones are fake pages. In the link in my bio there or on my website, thesexualessentials.com, um, I have my masterclasses. So we have three masterclasses, Masturbation, Squirting, Dick Writing 101 and the Mouth master class. And then we have Patreon, which has over like 200 and something videos, classes, workshop, challenges, exercises, new things to learn, communication techniques. It's just like, it's like Netflix for sex. And I add videos every single month. It has some amazing interviews from different people. Guest teachers are on there, like. Everything that pours into your sexy, whether you're a guy or a girl or whatever, and it teaches you about body parts. So, if you want to learn how to eat pussy, there are classes on there. Do I care if you're a man or a woman? Hell no. Like, you take the class based off of what you want to learn to happen. There's a foreplay and vaginal orgasm class on there, it's very extensive. There's a yoni massage, like lingam massage class on there, twerk classes on there, like learning how to do these things, like even a oh my gosh for international women's day I went to this dance class and had her teach us a dance and then we taught it to the patrons and it was like it was a chair dance but it was just like something sexy to do different and it's a private place to learn on these things on your own and then we still like get online once a month live and you know we chop it up and talk about our dating lives and it's great. It's really good for me. I created what I needed, which was a community to just totally talk about this shit cuz I don't want to have bad sex,
1: man. I just <laughs> don't. No one does. Amen it's to that. It's so
2: good. After you have good sex, it's really hard to go back.
1: You know. True. This has truly been like you took me to church and it's exactly yes! what I needed. <laughs> so, thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, ladies. Thank you. I am definitely going to take Samaya's squirting course in the near future, and I will report back. But privates, if you want to take it for yourself, hey, more power to you. There is a link in the episode description, and I would love to have you join me. And thanks again to Samaya Burton and Lola Jean for flooding the podcast today and giving us this epic squirting primer. And thank you for listening to this episode of Private Parts Unknown. Stay tuned right here. We are in the midst of hot pod summer. So I have got another sexy episode coming your way next week. And for the latest episodes, look down and make sure you're following us on your favorite podcast player. Now it's either like a bell button or a follow or a subscribe button and to stay in touch between episodes, follow me at Courtney Kosak. That is K-O-C-A-K on Instagram and Twitter and follow the show at Private Parts Unknown on Instagram and at Private Parts Un on Twitter. And Privates, I am shamelessly trying to hit the top 1% on OnlyFans. So if you are interested in a Playboy-style peek behind the podcast, you can subscribe to my OnlyFans account. It is just OnlyFans.com slash Coco Peep Show. Again, OnlyFans.com slash Coco Peep Show. And subscribe to our newsletter at privatepartsunknown.substack.com. There is a link in the episode description for that. And the Private Parts Unknown YouTube channel has been resurrected. It is back from the dead, and there are all kinds of videos with Gigi Angle, Dr. Amir Mirashi, Multi Amory, and now Lola Jean and Samaya Burton on the channel, in addition to so many more. So check it out. It is YouTube.com/PrivatePartsUnknown. Again, that's YouTube.com/PrivatePartsUnknown, and make sure you subscribe, even if you plan on listening to the podcast instead of watching the YouTube channel. If you you subscribe it really helps us out shout out to amy roush for the bomb ass theme music for more info about amy and her music check out amyrausch.com that is amy r-a-a-s-c-h Com. This episode was mixed by my ride or die audio guy, Michael Castaneda of plastic audio. And after enjoying this content, could we ask you for a quick favor? Just go to ratethispodcastcom slash private and give us a five star rating and review. I have a goal for hot pod summer. I am trying to get to 350 ratings on Apple podcasts and 150 ratings on Spotify by the end of the summer. These ratings help other people find the show. It makes me feel amazing and it's really good for guest booking. So if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, just give a five-star rating and a review, just a sentence or two of what you love about the show. And if you are listening on Spotify, go to the upper left-hand corner of the Private Parts Unknown page, click the star button, and then click all five stars. And no matter where you're listing from, you can participate in this rating goal. You just go to ratethispodcast.com slash private. It'll give you some options for where you can rate and review the show. And I would be eternally grateful. And hey, there's a new way you can support the show. We are now on the Fountain app. So if you are listening on a V4V platform and you get value from this show, you can support us by sending a boostagram. And you can even send a comment along with your boost. And I have to say, those are my very favorite messages to get because they come with a little money. So thank you so much, privates. Until next time, stay curious and keep exploring. Love you.